Hello, everybody. Oh, wow, we did it. It's today. It's today. It is Wednesday. We are we are Talk Comics to Me, and I am Champ Champenstein. I am Heather Hadfield. And today, on our music selection that you can't hear, we are listening to the Queen Corgi pod, or podcast. Queen, Queen Corgi soundtrack. soundtrack. Yes. We're listening to another podcast as we speak. We gotta get ideas, yeah. inspiration. Uh, Heather knows the date today. It is... August 21st, so, 2019. I got it right. It's uh, not the future. It is the right month. and I almost said April. I'm going to be real. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to go first because I have way more comics than Heather. I got a baby load this week, which Two. doesn't sound right, but I got like four. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I can't find a place for my phone. There it'll go. Uh, my first comic is History of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> what is this called again? <laughs> Issue 2. It's because I'm reading too many Marvel Universe history books. I just make it too complicated for myself. So yeah, this is just Issue 2 of the uh, Mark Wade book that just goes over Marvel history stuff. It looks, I haven't gotten a chance to read this issue, so forgive me, everybody. But this issue just goes over, looks like Namor, Captain America, a bunch of misfit, other misfit toys of of Marvel's past. I love Namor, and I loved what you just said. That was a really good one. And then also you get a little bit of of Wolverine, Groot, Doctor Strange. I'm excited to read this. I just ran out of time before before we did this, so it's fine. It's cool. It's okay. She'll read it and tell you about it next week. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'll remember. <laughs> the one thing about this comic that I super like is there's um, annotations in the back, so if you're ever questioning anything that you're reading, just give it some time. It'll come. You'll figure it out. Yeah, and the art is really great. The panels are really, really good. Overall, very solid book, so if you're looking for something to spend money on or looking for a comic to get into... It's a real classic Marvel story. <laughs> in, in all words. Yeah. Um, so next, <laughs> I have Guardians of the Galaxy. This is issue number eight. And, oh no, I hurt myself. I'm going to put these somewhere else. <laughs> I just tried to hurt my own comics uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so Guardi- <laughs> Guardians is, they've been... Part of them are separated from the other part. The other part, Peter and his group were on, I can't remember the spaceship, some church some church spaceship that they're not bringing Adam Warlock back to life, <laughs> nor many Adam Warlocks. But this is more so focuses on Groot and where he's been this entire time. And basically kind of goes, did I say Groot again? I did this yeah, again. Did. Yep. God damn it. Rocket, they go over Rocket's past and everything he's been through, where he began, and how he ended up being, I mean, he doesn't know really why he's sick, but why he kind of hit out when he did get sick. Cancer. I mean, kind of, Cancer yeah. of the soul. Well, it's one of those things, you know, where they, like, worked on him. He starts out, oh, I don't want to ruin this. Okay, yeah, so. no, no, tell me about it later. <laughs> I'll just ruin the whole entire comic. Nobody worry. Uh, next issue I have is Batman number 77. I'm just going to blow through my comics, my dudes. This issue is, uh, on the other hand, really intense. Yeah, I did actually, like, 
read some of it, and I was filled in. Uh, it's continuing the City of Bane storyline. It there's just a lot going on. Honestly, I don't. I can't ruin this for anybody. No, because there are a lot of moving pieces, especially to that issue. It, like, jumps back and forth a lot. And there's, yeah, there's just a lot happening. So if you are caught up on Batman, just be prepared. I was talking to one of my regulars at work when we were sitting in the coffee shop, and I was talking to him about the book, and he was like, I kind of just want to, like, read it right now. And I was like, go go ahead. No, it was Alec. Okay, I was like... Was it Max? <laughs> no, it was Alec. <laughs> and he just sat down and read it, and, like, I looked over at one fa- one point, and his face was just, like, I-, I can't even describe, like, it was just, like, a blank stare. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, man, did I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, I didn't mean for this to happen to you, like, and he's just like, I just, I get it, dude. So, be Be prepared. That's a that's a thing that happens in that book. It's real. It's it's, it's pretty heavy. It's heavy. It's a heavy hitter. Yeah. Uh, but next, <laughs> I have Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. This is a, a you know my my thing. It's a fun romp. It's a fun romp. It's such a great time. It, I I love this book. It's silly. It's really well drawn. I somehow really like Jimmy Olsen, like, a lot immediately. I'm just like, yeah, I will die for him. I will die for Jimmy Olsen. Nobody hurt my man. I have, like, a soft spot for freckled redheads. (laughs) So I've never even read it, and I feel that way about him, too. I just feel like, especially in this issue, because he destroyed the, the monument in the last issue, it kind of does do a continuation, even in its little separate stories. Okay. I will say that. Uh, but from when he wrecked the the statue, every most people are kind of just being assholes to him. He's a redhead. <laughs> and there's a full, like, really great, I guess, a montage of Superman just doing like silly things. He has like a blonde wig on at one point. It's uh, please show me. <laughs> it's one of I need to see. Uh. I kind of ruined it for myself because I was looking at... Oh, my uh, God, I just saw it. Je- Jeff Lieber's, t- like, Twitter, and he had posted it, and then it's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, not only do I look amazing in wigs, but if I wear glasses, nobody recognizes me. Oh, my me. God. So, it's like... My- I, there just needs to be, like, a, I don't know, a three-part story about Superman taking on this identity of this... I don't know, Belgian assassin <laughs> with a wig. I'm I'm gonna write it. That's gonna be my comic book debut. I'm gonna I'm, infiltrate DC and be like, look, so I'm doing basically this. Basically, he's one of the bad guys from Die Hard. I okay, yes, <laughs> but what made me think of that was that episode of It's Always Sunny where Charlie's wearing the wig. That's <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I made the connection. It makes sense now, but I I was just, just thinking of Charlie I mean, in the wig. Yeah, or Lethal Weapon. You yeah. can make it any sort of. I hope you do this. I'm going to. If not, you should make it a short film because I'd also watch that. Siri, leave a note. <laughs> I need to make this happen. <laughs> I was like, I just, does your phone actually do that? I, I mean, I have Siri, but I turned her off because she kept interrupting me when I was trying to have conversations with people. Turning off Siri. I had to. 
All right. Well, you you can go now. Okay. I'm sorry. That was a. Okay, so I have Faithless. Um, this is the the naughty Satan book. Um, it's issue five. This was supposed to be the last one, but apparently there's going to be one extra one. Um, this issue is just kind of tying up like what's happening with Faith. Um, two of her like really really close friends were died and died were were died. <laughs> They died <laughs> under mysterious circumstances, so she's kind of dealing with, you know. I was like, are they zombies? <laughs> they come Ooh. back? No, unfortunately, they don't. They don't. Um, no, but no zombie sex. No zombie sex. Again, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, she's kind of dealing with um, all of that trauma and stuff, and the man that she's been sleeping with, who is her girlfriend's dad. It's weird. Um, he's actually the one who's been, like, doing all this stuff, which doesn't spoil anything because it doesn't explain how or why. Okay. has something to do with magic and Satan, and I hope that's what the last issue is. And another unfortunate thing, um, I did not get my erotica cover, so I will be bringing it next week and showing you titties and or dingles. <laughs> roundabouts. Ra- sorry, roundabouts. Roundabouts or straight roads. <laughs> Fuck you gotta go. You gotta you gotta talk about your comics because that just ruined my whole life. <laughs> it kind of ruined mine, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there it is, guys. Roundabouts and straight roads. <laughs> I I'd like to take a a ride on the straight road. <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> no words. Uh, I am absolutely proud of myself. So if you see me anytime within the next week, I deserve like ten high fives for that stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awards maybe. Uh, I d- I'm gonna, gonna take oh. my Hummer down the street road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Next, we're talking about comics, not dicks. <laughs> not youth, youth, euthanism. <laughs> Euthanasia is about dicks. <laughs> I I don't know. No sleep. Yes. Uh, my next book is The Weatherman. This is issue three of volume two. Okay. Or How many issues were there in the first volume? I think six. Okay. I remember it was not quite a few, but I, I know it was more than four because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It, it could have five, but I'm pretty sure it was six because I feel like I remember it being a little bit longer. Okay. But don't quote me. Don't quote. Don't. Champ, please. Don't, yeah, please don't do this to me. Too much pressure. That's why this podcast gives me anxiety sometimes. I'm like, oh, no. We get way off track. (laughs) Uh, So issue number three of volume two of The Weatherman is they're on the search for Ian Black's uh, backup memory. You find out Ian Black is the bad guy who destroyed the world, who his memory has been taken from Nathan. Is everything okay? Yeah, I just I immediately thought of Michael Ian Black, and in my head, like, that's the villain in the, <laughs> in, the in comic the, in The Weatherman is Michael Ian Black, and I want this to happen. Why would they take half of his name and not just make it him? Because <laughs> he has such a long name. Just, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I'm just, what, image? I'm going to infiltrate image, too. So they're on the search. You find out that Ian Black is dead, and you, they can't just like take his memories from his head. So they're just kind of on the search for that. It's it's hard to s- describe or tell you what's going on in this comic because 
there's a lot going on. Like, it's just a lot, but the overall premise, if you want to read a good book and are, and are interested, it's just kind of a total recall idea of this man destroying the world and then, like, his memory being placed somewhere else so that he would never have to worry about it. And then people are like, we gotta get him. Because they know. Because they know. Okay. But that's that's that. Was it uploaded into the mainframe? Yeah, it totally was. Okay. It's been hacked. It's been hacked. <laughs> I got way distracted by, like, all of the the dick jokes. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about them now. So my next book is Daredevil, on that note. I mean, Daredevil's a nice guy. Matt's going full on, just deviling it up. Somebody's pulling into my driveway, everybody. You just hear it in the background. Uh, Yeah, he's decided to go back to being Daredevil, and he's kind of questioning his relationship with the bookstore lady who is married to a mafia man. Oh, yes. I remember you telling me about this. So it kind of deals with his internal struggles with that, his struggles with kind of just being daredevil. Uh, you find out just a lot of stuff. A lot of there's a real there's really good fight scenes in this. Once again, if you like Daredevil, it's a, a good book to pick up. It's a nice little book. It's a nice little book. We got our main boy. Our main our main squeeze. Uh Chip Dejour. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna. I was trying to think like of a good food pun, but I just I couldn't do it on the fly. No, I was just like serving up the the hot cakes. What what could I use for comics? Who knows? Serving up the nachos. <laughs> so I have just these two more books before we can, okay. we go into our thing. Okay. So if you want to talk about one of our two books we have in common, yeah, let's do this one. This one, okay. Yes. Okay, so we both have. Middle West. We have um, gotten real emotional about this uh, several times. Oh, yeah. So we're going to try to keep it light right now, even though this was uh, an actual heavy, like, fucking <laughs> yeah. issue. Um, it just really goes into how abuse is a learned... Um, what, what is the word I'm looking for? A learned trait, I guess? Yeah. Um, I don't know, goes with the whole, you know, like, when you're a kid and you see things happening a certain way, that's most likely how you will end up yeah. living your life. Um, he, Abel, meets his grandfather for kind of the first time. Like, he, he met him previously, but it wasn't ever a thing because he was yeah. really young, um, so he doesn't remember much. But, yeah, he runs into his grandpa and finds out some things about his grandpa that are very upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of go into it, and you're like, yeah, this is going to be a really great experience. Abel's going to, oh, no, do it, reconnect. Abel's going to figure out his life, uh, what's going on in his life, how he feels. And He's going to sh- get this shit figured out. Yeah, and then it just, I feel like he just hits all these bumps in the roads, and you're just, you feel so bad for him. Mm-hmm. I continually read this book with, like, all right, it's it's getting there. No, <laughs> no, it sucks. He's like those kids in those documentaries that you watch where, like, I don't know, he was not necessarily in the wrong place at the right time, but, like, something happens because of a choice that he made, so he gets, like, life in prison or whatever, and 
it's always the same thing. Like he had so much potential, but you know, because of the situations mm-hmm. that he was in, he wasn't given a chance. And like, that's how I feel about Abel. And it makes me so sad. Yeah. This, I, I always want, like, I always like suggesting this book to people, but it's just, it's one of those things where you're just like, fuck. Yeah. It's, it's I don't really think, heavy. I don't think you could read it all at once and just feel good for um, an amount of time afterwards. You kind of enjoyed yourself. But, and that's I think the most frustrating thing for me because the art is really like light, and like the colors and stuff make it seem like it's not as deep and like hard hitting as it actually is. Yeah. So you're reading it and you're like, wow, this is this is great, this is cool. Something good's gonna happen finally. <laughs> and then like, no, nope, your whole life is destroyed. <laughs> oh, poor fucking kid. Uh, I love Abel. I love Abel. I love Middle West. Uh, I, I know I, I just said that it's hard for me to suggest it for, to people, but I absolutely think you should pick up this book. Yeah, es- definitely. Especially if you, you know, enjoy unleashing feelings. It, there's a lot of depth to this story, yeah. and okay. it just keeps getting, like, deeper. And, yeah, the layers. The layers. It's like an onion. <laughs> I watched Shrek the other night. I think I've watched Shrek, like, twice. I love I just know that's a thing people enjoy, so. Yeah, I mostly just like it for, like, the end scene where they do the karaoke and the gingerbread man is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's that's my favorite part. I don't know why. It's just because I feel like I watched that aspect of Shrek a lot. Yeah, my little sisters were super, super into that scene. They were really young when it came out, so we would have to, like, watch that fucking karaoke scene over and over and over again. Yeah, and then when our tape broke, we would just recreate it ourselves. <laughs> so that's some good shit right there. Yep. Goes in hand in hand with Middle West. Yeah, Shrek, Shrek, <laughs> layers. <laughs> I'm bummed. My next book is Fair Lady issue number five. This is the last issue. It was canceled. Which, I mean, I didn't read this issue. I just champ flipped through it, and I looked at it, and it looked incredible. Yeah, no, it was maybe my favorite issue this this go-around, though I did really like the last issue. What a way to go out, though. Yeah, no, it was really interesting. It looked beautiful. The panels were set up in such a way that it was just very intriguing to, like, read through, and, like, the way you gauged the story was really nice. I... Yeah, I'm completely just, like, heartbroken a little bit. I wonder why it got canceled. I don't know, probably numbers. That would make sense. Maybe people didn't like that each issue was, like, a different thing. Yeah, and I mean, that was and that was a really cool asbest, asbest. asbestos. Uh, that was a really great asbestos mm-hmm. part of this book, is the fact that each issue could be picked up just by itself without having any sort of prior knowledge to anything that happened. This issue ties in a little bit to the first issue but they still fill in the blanks so it's not anything where you really have to be familiar with what's happening and to see fair lady out i'll do my last gotta read it my last little back of the book read i had to clear my throat just to listen no one likes loose ends and fair lady jenner falds is no exception Forced to team up with Fairman in an attempt to save the life of a woman tied to her past, Jenner soon learns that some cases are never truly closed. 
will this one be Jenner's last? Yeah, it will. Uh, yeah. It will. So. It's good. Yeah, if you like mysteries, this is definitely something to, you know, Google your eyes on. I'm going to, this is what my new thing I'm going to try to do. Just throw out new phrases throw, to use. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I do what I can. I mean, some of them have to stick. Yeah. Roundabouts. Around. For sure. That's it. Don't say the other one because then I won't stop thinking about it. Okay. Okay. Next. Next. Oh, do you want to? No, do. what do you want to do? Do you want to do your? You can do you. We can do us. The, the Valkyrie. This? Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> okay, so here's another one we both have. This is uh, Jane Foster Valkyrie. Um, this is Jane Foster as Valkyrie. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is You issue. are correct. <laughs> this is issue number two, and she is uh, in quite a conundrum with Bullseye, who has the Valkyrie sword, the Valkyrie being Brunhild. Um, I don't know. Jane Foster has a lot of emotional attachment to that sword just because of who had it before and what happened to her and all that. So... There's a lot of internal conflict with her and the weapon. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I know. Um, saying it out loud is different than, like, reading, reading it. Yeah, because when you say that out loud, it sounds slightly ridiculous. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's Jason Aaron, so her, like, internal dialogue is flawless. Um, yeah. But Heimdall's in this, too. Yeah, Heim- for a, a little bit. He's really great. Yeah, he's great. Heimdall's great. Um... <laughs> But yeah, she's uh, saving Heimdall while trying to get this sword back. That is, yeah, that is basically the plot of this issue. That's it, yeah. If you like strong female characters, yeah, she is. She a is badass. badass. Like she's really fucking cool. Yeah, I love her. And I love how she cries, which sounds awful, but she's. I don't know. I like the the emotion. Yeah, I mean, she has a, like a lot of depth as a character. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of like feelings because she is human and she has also faced death on numerous occasions and, and she's a doctor too yeah so. so she's smart yeah that's what she she does she saves people and she's just smart it's, uh jane foster valkyrie also the art for this is incredible yeah the art it's is so, clean. so good it's the so col- the colors too yeah it just looks so like solid all together. Bullseye looks fucking awesome as hell too. Let yeah. me just say that out loud. There's he that looks one. so badass. What page did I see him on right of oh, that? <laughs> I'll show you this like crazy picture of him. There we go. There's the three main characters in this issue. So having a time. Yeah. <laughs> Not the time of their lives, but it's a time. Well kinda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would say if you enjoyed, especially like the the Thor run with Jane Foster as Thor, I, you would really enjoy Valkyrie. Yes. So read it. Read it. Just read it. It's oh. good. I'm sorry. It's okay. I will briefly talk about Aquaman. I did read this, but not a lot happens in this issue. Aqualad, or yes. Aquaman bails Aqualad out of jail because he was visiting Amnesty Bay they don't really like strangers. I, I don't either. I get it. A stranger comes into my house. Stranger getting kicked right strange, out. Stranger danger. Yeah. Uh, and then they help the sea gods move into a lighthouse. 
That sounds incredible. That's that's what that issue is. Sounds like a family movie. Yeah, it kind of feels like a family movie. I guess you do get a little cut with Mara because she's supposed to be getting married and she chose just, uh, I don't know who this character is, an old man she is friends with. Okay. Are her and Aquaman not banging anymore? Well, she killed him. Oh, yes. I remember now. <laughs> I remember. It's all coming back and to me. And so when he came back to life, he was just like, I'm not calling her. And he, she was like, I'm not calling him. So they're just kind of, you know, waiting it out till one calls the other. I don't know. I would, Like, if I killed the dude that I was banging and he came back, I'd probably call and be like, look. Well, I mean, you also have his baby in you. Right. And I would call and be like, I'm sorry, but... Eh. I was mad. Some sort of explanation. like Hormones. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't, like, approach her, like, why the fuck did you kill me? Well, it's because he did not react very well to her information about, <laughs> about her having a baby. So, again, <laughs> he I'm, didn't. I'm not saying Aquaman was in the right here. I, okay. I don't condone murder by any means, but. No. They're being dumb, but yeah. They're sea babies. Yeah. They're sea diaper babies. <laughs> sea diaper babies. But yeah, so it talks about Mara. Mara's just like, I'm going to take as long as I can to get married so no nobody comes, so Aquaman can come. She can't wait so, too long if she's so, pregnant. So Aquaman can come. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's all I have to say about Aquaman. Okay. Oh, there is a big black manta suit. Oh, yeah, it's sick. It's a it's a mecha manta. It it literally says it on the cover, so no spoilers here. It's a mecha manta. It's badass. And we never claim to be spoiler free. I spoil things all the time. Hey, we've done a better job. We've gotten better about yes. it. Yes. We're on the straight road. God. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about the last comic. Um, I buy this. Champ does not, but Champ reads it. Uh, this is Powers of Ten. This is issue number three. Yes. So, we are... <laughs> we are halfway through. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yes. Um, we're... Yeah. Because... Or is that the fourth book? Or fifth book? I don't know. Where's the... <laughs> oh, it's in the back. Aha. Yeah, we have one more issue till we're halfway through. That doesn't matter. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, we're, we're about halfway through. <laughs> That's um, me just being douchey. <laughs> Taking the straight road. <laughs> um, so this issue was incredible. Yeah, it was so good. It's, uh, and it makes me mad that it just keeps getting better. Yeah, I, I feel like the last issue kind of lulled a little mm-hmm. bit. But it definitely built to this issue where you, you know, needed that information to get to where you're at. Oh, it does say. Okay. That's why I was confused. No, and that's, see, I didn't understand what it was saying, but yeah, Uh, I I get it now. Now that makes sense. Okay. There's graphs, so. Yes, I will show you the graphs. Be prepared for the work. As with any of these, oh my goodness, as with any of these other books, there's quite a bit of reading to do, but it really pays off. Um. Champ, do you want to talk a little bit about this one? I, yeah, I guess. I just watched an Office episode where Michael Scott drives his car <laughs> into a lake because of a robot. And I think that's a really great way to describe what happens in this book. 
The humans basically drive their car into a lake because robots. Incredible. I, yeah, I, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's really what it is. Um, it, it really ties into that um, House of X issue that was about Moira and her different timelines and stuff. That plays a big part into this. Um, and, oh my God. Let me just say the GPS on Michael Scott's car was Nimrod. I need to go home. (laughs) uh, I've only had four hours of sleep, and I think I should do this like this all the time. Yeah, no, you're on fire right now. Um, Yeah, so it just, that's, I don't don't even have anything else to say about it. That was it. Um, It kind of goes into the chimeras, though. In the last, I think the first issue, they kind of introduced a new character, a couple new characters, Mm -hmm. actually. So it explains who those characters are and how they relate to the X-Men. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting because I was very confused by Cardinal. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's a red night crawler. <laughs> but it all it all makes sense it, now. It does all match. Yeah. I mean, basically, too, if, if the, this just deals a lot with uh, X-Men Year 100. Mm-hmm. And everything that's basically going on, what's been going on in the last issue. This is a book we haven't been spoiling, so I don't want to really go much farther into that. But it does show the relationship between robots and humans and how they've kind of become the superior race. I don't know if that's... No, that's that's accurate. I just realized those are legs. Yeah. I got really screwed up by this cover because of the, like... Splash. Mm-hmm. So I kept thinking that I had like rubbed ink off all over. Yeah, the that's place. literally. I was like, my hands ruin everything. Like, what did I do to this? But no, it's just like that. Um, so this, yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I I think this was probably like visually my favorite issue. I can agree with that. The colors, it was just so like dark and bright at the same time, like just like pinks and blues, really deep colors. I think Apocalypse is cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I am... Yeah, we had that conversation earlier. I've never... I don't... Apocalypse was whatever to me. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't think about him. But in this, I was like, Apocalypse is pretty tight. <laughs> yeah. I don't think about him ever. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, uh, if you're looking for, a, like, an X-Men book to read right now, I highly, so highly good. suggest this book. I mean, it's a bit of a commitment... Because it is a 12-issue series for six yeah, weeks. Between the two tw- of them. 12 weeks, sorry. Between the two of the books. But the story has not let me down so far. No, not at all. And I honestly didn't think that I would even like it. I, I just felt kind of obligated to pick it up because of all the X-Men books I was reading mm-hmm. before. But I'm glad I did. Yeah, and I, you know, wasn't going to buy it for a multitude of reasons. But in the end, I... I don't regret it, but yeah. I'm glad I get to read it because mm-hmm. it is it is solid. Yeah, it's real good. So yeah, Powers of Ten, House of X. Next week is House of X. Yes. So and then we'll be halfway done. <laughs> so, um, so a couple of reminders for next week. Uh, Champ is going to read the history of the Marvel universe. Tell us all about it. Break it down bit yeah, by bit. Yeah, I'm going to totally. get that sexy, naughty erotica cover of Faithless. Probably. Tomorrow? Friday? Friday. Friday. So I would I'm gonna, assume. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking, too. Um, so I'm going to just bring it anyway and just show it to you guys. If it's good. 
If it's not, then I'll just pretend I didn't say anything it's, about it's this. It's Becky Cloonan, though. So it's going to be great. So I'll bring <laughs> it. I'll bring it, and I'll show it to you. If it doesn't have straight roads, I'm going to be so upset. I just had to deal with roundabouts last week, or the last time they came out, which was fine, because Jenny Friesen was incredible. It was was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that's Wednesday. We've done it. (laughs) You've done it. If you've bought comic books, if Mm -hmm. you haven't, go buy books at your local comic book store, and we will see you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, the 28th. It is. (laughs) I did it. We did it.